Hi, and welcome to episode two of In Her Lens, In Conversation, IFFR 2024. I'm Nadine, and in this podcast, we center and celebrate the work from underrepresented perspectives in film and television. In this three-part special series, I'm bringing you episodes that were recorded live on the ground at the International Film Festival of Rotterdam. In part one, you met Madeleine Hunt Ehrlich from The Ballad of Suzanne Césaire. And in this episode, you will meet Tamara Tatishvili, who is the head of the Hubert Balls Fund. For over more than 30 years, the HBF has supported film projects in every stage of the production process and worked especially with filmmakers from countries where local film funding or infrastructure is lacking or restrictive. The HBF focuses on working with filmmakers from Africa, Asia, Latin America, the Middle East and parts of Eastern Europe. The fund was founded in 1988 and over the years, many of its films have premiered at major international film festivals. Tamara has extensive experience across many areas of the international film industry as a strategy consultant, leader, producer, and programmer. She has worked for several years as the director of the Georgian National Film Center and previously was the head of studies at Medici. Medici is a training and exchange forum for senior decision makers of international public film funds. Tamara and I sat down in the doula in Rotterdam to talk about her journey to this position. I asked her about the history of HBF and how it is currently structured. Tamara gives insight into the fund's goals, the selection process, where the fund finds itself in selective funding landscape, and about its presence at the annual film festival. She shares her personal thoughts on navigating selective funding and in what ways she's hoping to further develop the fund. Now, in the third and final episode of this series, I am talking to Julia De Simone, whose film Praia Formosa actually received funding through the HBF Script and Project Development Support. Okay, let's get into it. Live from the IFFR 2024, it's Tamara Tatishvili on In Her Lens. So I'm the head of the Hubert mm-hmm. Bass Fund, and it's definitely recent. Um, it's three months now. Mm-hmm. So that was my first uh, festival edition to observe mm-hmm. from inside. Let's put it that way. But about myself, I come from a background of funding and curation. I've been always allocating my time between the positions that had to do with structuring co-productions, financing independent uh, films, but also being very close to mm-hmm. uh, talent. I've been curating different types of programs internationally, um, and uh, I definitely enjoy being uh, in direct contact with filmmakers. So this job somehow brought together the two elements that I I like doing and I've been doing. So that was kind of the moment of attraction. Myself, I come from a small country, Georgia. Uh, I've been uh, having a position as head of the Georgia National Film Center quite a while ago, though. I was the board management board member of Yuri Mash. Um, I'm still doing a specific uh, work related to heading the program called Medici, the Mm -hmm. film funding Mm -hmm. journey. And that is uh, organized by Focal and uh, brings together the senior management of uh, film funds internationally. So that's... um, I've been always working within European, but mostly international projects. And I mm-hmm. think this will also feed a little bit the, mm. the future work we want to do for, for HBF. For HBF. Yeah. And did you study film or? I studied uh, uh, producing film mm-hmm. uh, and cultural policy. Mm-hmm. And I also have a background in law. 
Oh well, yeah, <laughs> you do so, it all. <laughs> so it's I'm um, I'm looking at it from different uh, yeah, angles, cool. but I've been always working in the in the film sector, so mm -hmm. it's over. It's up 20 years now. And Georgian film is a big deal at the moment at the festival. <laughs> yeah, and it's so it happens that yeah. I also arrive. And it's actually very positive, of course. So it has nothing to do with me. No, it just happens. A happy so it's not that I am promoting necessarily a Georgian title. But yes, this title, Blackbird, Blackbird, mm. Blackberry, has been very high. And it happens that it was supported also by HBF and yeah. some years ago. So it's a very positive joint landing. Somehow. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, tell us a bit about HBF. What... Uh, for the people, because I'm sure there were people listening who yeah. have no idea what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So I think shortly, HBF is an industry pillar of IFFR that is its commitment to um, discovering and supporting talent from from the world, mm -hmm. and particularly from the territories where uh, the local film uh, schemes are um, either fragile or non-existent. Or we sadly still have a lot of countries where freedom of expression is limited or there are some threats in relation to the mm -hmm. free speech. So that's also kind of into the DNA of mm -hmm. HBF to support filmmakers to really make their voices be heard. Um, it's an industry nested fund. It's mm -hmm. mostly known for being a very strong uh, seed financier for the talent in the early stage of development. Mm -hmm. So basically project idea and script development scheme that mm -hmm. is really known that HBF supports. But other than that, we also have schemes called HBF Plus Europe, where um, minority co-productions are supported as well as post-production. Oh, yeah. So if you look at it from kind of big, big picture perspective, it's a fund that supports uh, um, talent in different stages of their project development with core expertise in development. Mm -hmm. And one of the films um, that is having his world premiere here, um, Praia Formosa, who um, Julia is part of this series, uh, got its funding 10 years ago. How long um, has the HBF been around? What is the history of it a little bit? The way HBF the is around since 89, mm -hmm. and it is the fund that was very often afterwards replicated by, by other industry mm -hmm. pillars in other countries to be kind of the arm of this type of support. Yeah. And you pointed out very well towards Praia Formosa, because for mm -hmm. me, it's also a very interesting um, case. Mm. When the development support was provided, uh, so you know 10 years ago yeah. and up until now so 10 years later when this wonderful team arrived in Rotterdam and when you would hear them in the Q&A they say how important and how impactful the support of HBF was because yeah. Julia and her team but herself of course particularly really through the support they had found a way of moving from initial idea of having a documentary, really understanding how to uh, structure this very complex and layered film mm -hmm. that it is yeah. now. And I think it's wonderful. The impact of HBF support is so vivid after so many years. Yeah. And the film had very good reviews mm -hmm. um, already. And I hope that it will be traveling to many other places. That it's really exciting to see um, so the the goal of the fund also coming true in such a round yeah. circle moment. Yes, and I think like anything, any mm -hmm. organization, be it fund, festival, a private company, there is also always a need to understand 
how relevant you are in present times mm -hmm. and where are you heading to. Yeah. I don't think that any organization benefits only from the moment of saying, oh, we're doing such a great thing. Mm -hmm. We're going to always do it because that's not how life is organized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so one part of the thinking also for mm -hmm. HBF is to base ourselves on the huge legacy mm -hmm. that the fund has. Mm -hmm. All those titles all over the world supported over the last uh, years, but also understand how to make it even more relevant today. Mm -hmm. And when I say it, it's not about um, finding a recipe in a week time or in a month's time, but mm -hmm. also using this year to think about the changes that happened in the audiovisual sector, the changes that are happening towards the financing of independent cinema. Mm -hmm. So young What filmmakers. are some of the changes for, um, uh, I think that you've noticed or the, that affect you, I guess? Yeah, I think we are all affected by um, the funding changes, mm -hmm. such as um, uh, shrinking public subsidies mm -hmm. towards uh, the cultural field in general and film included, but also um, the the role of the platforms that they are taking into the into yeah. the relations with, like the, streaming with the talent. The yes, uh, the, yeah, yeah. the streaming platforms, I mean. Uh, the other thing is the geopolitical context mm -hmm. that are also becoming quite even more complicated. We're not seeing the world that is getting easier mm -hmm. in any way. So being there for a creative voice is mm -hmm. really still extremely important. And then there is this general economic crisis still, right, mm -hmm. in many territories. And yeah. you need to be very clear in understanding how you can use the cultural uh, budget mm -hmm. envelope. And all that needs to be translated into the funds such as HBF and really mm -hmm. not just HBF because I have not collaborated with a single organization mm -hmm. in the last five, six years that is not discussing how to embrace the change and right. where, where is our new role. And how is that in the larger landscape? How is the communication between different funds and different festivals? Like, how have you found it? Are people... Uh, are you like widely communicating with colleagues like changing times can make people anxious I guess yeah I, I think it's too early to say something about it in this context because I've been communicating mm -hmm. about this from the day I came in yeah. and it's very well received and that's actually our joint purpose within yeah. the wider festival team and mm -hmm. we are all taking in a very healthy way and we need time to discuss it and align yeah. and see what's uh, possible and what's not um, a, a pillar of uh, any success is mm -hmm. that on the road of uh, piloting new um, op new actions you yeah. also need to be able to fail it's it's a rule of management it's mm -hmm. a rule of any positive uh, moving forward we, we will be taking some time for that mm -hmm. but if you are asking about external like international industry mm. players I think we are all as colleagues much more open to discuss about mm -hmm. it than uh, before COVID times or right. in COVID times. Because I think with this pandemic hit mm -hmm. on top of everything, <laughs> uh, we were really um, uh, understanding in our own individual roles that there is something that we need to tweak. And when yeah. we talk change, we're not, cha we're not saying like everything. In one case, it can be a matter of an action. Mm. For another organization, it can be a mission. For someone, it can be an issue how to see the travel. You know, it's it really depends where you stand. Yeah. But it's, I think, and this is my personal opinion, yeah. I think it's a big mistake if mm. in current times 
we as individual professionals, even before mm -hmm. going into organizations, don't ask ourselves, okay, so where do I stand exactly right yeah. now with yeah. this ecosystem? Am I happy? Yes, no. If uh, yes, then where do I go? Mm -hmm. And if it's a no, which can also happen, mm -hmm. then it's another reason to find alternative space for yourself. Right. So that's, yeah. I think it's a... Um, it's like a very cautious way of existing. In yeah, your job. but yeah. it's also like a healthy way to be in check with reality. Yeah, which in this field of work is kind of integral to all that we do. Yeah. Um, I know that obviously uh, selection uh, with funding is like something that is also uh, I don't want to say private, but something that you know a fund decides, and we can't get into it too much. Um, but I would like to know what are some of the I guess, elements or things you, that HBF really pursues when selecting work or yeah. have pursued. Yeah, no, no, it's it's actually not the fun. It's um, what's also interesting is that there are always selection committees mm -hmm. gathered when and they change are, every... They change. There are the, some um, members picked up on a slightly more... A continual basis mm -hmm. just to ensure that you know there is this knowledge kind of transfer but there yeah. are uh, always from what i understood and i'll be more dwelling more into it mm -hmm. some new faces and voices getting into the commission mm -hmm. so that the groups are having someone who had that experience but also others that did not before mm -hmm. uh, what is a big benefit that i would give to hbf in this case is that uh, the committees bring together very diverse professionals from different backgrounds, but also from different contexts, uh, also geographically. And that is important because it should not be that only um, Western Europeans are reading, for instance, applications coming mm -hmm. from uh, Latin American countries or the other way around. There is right. always a voice in most of the cases that relates mm -hmm. to some of the patterns in mm -hmm. the applications. I think this is important. And then it's quite a rigorous um, process because uh, the application numbers are always very high. Mm -hmm. So you need to go through pre-selection, some sort of a middle cycle of the selection. There are groups working on that, mm -hmm. uh, sparring opinions with each other. And then we land in... Uh, in about kind of final final selection that is bringing the whole committee together with a long discussion to identify the the selected projects and that's more or less the approach in all schemes mm -hmm. but the heaviest is the process of development uh, for a script right. and project um what are your goals i guess coming into this being here 3 months now are there any personal affinities that you're like I really am enjoying this part of being part of the festival or this is something that I'm looking forward to bringing to this role well I'm I'm still uh, observing mm -hmm. and I'm still uh, discovering a lot of things I do like uh, I'm very impressed by the strong and diverse programming that the festival that I saw with my eyes and mm -hmm. in the screenings this year in the festival. I think this can be somehow also replicated even stronger in the HBF selection because yeah. um, that's something that a festival should be proud of. Mm -hmm. There are so many other organizations that preach sometimes to be very diverse and having different type of voices. And it's really... Uh, I saw a lot of this happening in mm -hmm. action during mm -hmm. the last eight days here. Uh, what I need to bring to the job is to understand how to be um, vital, mm -hmm. but how to translate it to, to the stability of the fund as well. 
financial right. in financial terms as well yeah. and i need to and that's also my aim to dig more into the structure of it and understand mm-hmm. how can we have a stronger positioning work with my colleagues internally but also a lot of work with other stakeholders mm. um, maybe sometimes also going out of the public uh, sphere only and also talking to public private entities because there should be organizations who understand what a, what a wonderful and meaningful impact HBF has been creating over years so you know, sometimes it's time to pay back. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I would want to dig into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest is to um, also try to bring together and unite the talent mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, HBF has been historically financing. And mm-hmm. some of them are like uh, big names now. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think it would be good to, you know, get that informal network strengthen mm-hmm. and going it's not easy because it's these are people in different parts of the world right. and i mean you have to be very realistic about it however it's possible it just needs work you mentioned a little bit earlier about um getting more uh more diverse perspectives into selection committees um this obviously is a little bit of a trend in all of these positions what are things that the iffr i guess how are we approaching that uh, that that selection process for HBF? I uh, there are management ways of looking into it, and then more tactical ways of looking yeah. into it. You know, if from management perspective, you see what uh, which territories are uh, often financed and mm. what's the statistics somehow. And then if you yeah. want to make it even more complex and more diverse, you need to go out and reach out to the territories uh, or filmmakers that might not be having a, a success rate, right. put it that way. That's one way of doing it. Another is to also understand that we need to base always our artistic criteria on a story Mm. because at the end of the day it's Mm. about storytelling and it's about making films really not i agree with you that it's absolutely not important to be on a trend Mm. it's much more important to be at the core Mm. of the story to Mm -hmm. see that okay this is really the right perspective that for instance this woman talks about her story Mm -hmm. and that's the right angle and that's how it should be and not the other way around someone telling us that yeah exactly so i think that's the angle i am interested in first check how does that work and then strengthen and if this is from iran or this Mm -hmm. is from panama or this is from uh, armenia Mm -hmm. that doesn't matter because the stories evolve everywhere but we just need to be open to understand the right perspective who's telling whose story Mm -hmm. somehow and not own them in any way but be there as a mechanism for that to happen um what are you doing at the festival with hbf so we mentioned that there's a couple of films at the moment um moving beyond developmental we might touch back on that but now you have a film, you're here. Can people talk to people yeah, who work at HBF? Yeah, of course. So I think it's it's a very good question because I, for me, it was also first IFFR mm. in, in this role. Yeah. Um, so what we're doing can be divided into parts in mm-hmm. a way. You are very present on a festival site in support of the titles that are HBF-backed. So you mentioned uh, Praia Formosa, mm-hmm. uh, Blackbird, Blackbird, Blackberry, but also there are um, films that... Uh, 
are in the working uh, progress stage. Mm -hmm. So there is this whole other angle of industry presence. Yeah. So that's the moment when uh, we team up from our colleagues from pro department mm -hmm. and we are kind of cross present in different angles. Uh, we've hosted roundtables for mm -hmm. filmmakers who want to know more about HBF and how does it work. Yeah. I've been part of the panel discussion about creative synergies uh, organized by ProHub. So that was also a way of uh, discussing with other guests and bringing contact with my colleagues with whom I've been working anyway in right. different roles, different, different stages. Uh, we uh, have also created a little informal but very important momentum for HBF talent to meet each other because mm. some people are in development, other guys are mentoring, already having third or fourth uh, uh, sessions of their scripts and mm. then someone is here with a finished film and I think it's a bit naive to think that everyone will anyway meet because they are in right. a festival right. so this hbf evening format is mm -hmm. also important that gives the network boost somehow and uh, now i'm going into quite some thinking session mm -hmm. after this nice. and i want to talk to some of my colleagues because i think we could create even more um a solid industry pre momentum mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. hbf and that could be for uh, for That's the next year yeah. yeah must be really interesting like being in this position and 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 yeah, yeah. and you i know we're all humans especially yeah. like now you know this really this may be last but i feel like this year is really the first year that everything is like quote unquote the new normal i would say but like post-covid world yeah um, yeah i'm hearing that and yeah. i'm hearing a lot of compliments and i'm kind of from local crowd in mm -hmm. a way and i'm hearing that people really enjoy having like a festival back in a normal swing somehow yeah. and that's yeah. uh, that's of course super nice mm -hmm. uh, uh, for me it's uh, not only festival because mm -hmm. for hbf you work uh, 724 fully around yeah. there are deadlines there are selections then there yeah. are net you know so we are a bit of a different beast mm -hmm. yeah. In, in, yeah. in that so i cannot allow myself to get completely get to, uh, taken aback taken, uh, by, by these 10 moment. days yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's of course you are in your own home ground and uh, you need to be very mm. tactical in mm -hmm. this presence but bear in mind that there's the whole 10 months yeah. <laughs> ahead <laughs> so yeah it's uh, it's being balanced yeah i think it's always quite interesting with things like this um just, just a little bit on what you said but i think also filmmakers who are part of hbf at the moment is at a festival like this there are so many people around at all times and there are all these different little opportunities and i guess every year you learn something new on how to navigate that yeah exactly and look it's not like the first job i'm taking mm. also so i know that there is always this expectation and mm -hmm. it's always understood because there's, there's this human thing that people yeah. want to hear something but there is this also a reality and mm -hmm. the pace that is yeah. needed for work to be done and i'm trying to take it uh, in a normal way you know mm -hmm. I, I will be always I've, I've been out and i'll be always out there for for filmmakers and professionals who are curious right. about the fund and how we work and how could they come to our doors different yeah. doors that doesn't mean that a fund is a fund you know mm. in after a round 
there are people who are happy and there are people who are not happy. Yeah. That's kind of the core. Of it's such an interesting position to be in, I'm yeah. sure, because like, um, you know, being a maker myself, it's just like, okay, now I know the face behind the name yeah. that I read, you know, when I see it on the screen and uh, I'm sure many people. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm very approachable <laughs> and it doesn't mean that when I'm hanging out with people and having yeah. it said that every, anyone from, from, from that's going to be like just getting yeah. HBF funding. <laughs> but I think that it's nothing better than just having a proper human connection to, yeah. because it's not going to work one time, it's going to work on another mm. time. Mm. And I've also received in my previous um, experiences, I also know that sometimes filmmakers really appreciate the mm. feedback of rejection in yeah. a sense you understand that you are not just in the right moment mm -hmm. or you've put everything in your project and mm -hmm. it's more like three different films than one <laughs> and that you really need to do a bit of a homework before yeah. so i think it's uh, it's a matter of good and honest but also somewhat business driven talk yeah. to really understand where you are mm -hmm. and if this is the right moment or not yeah. because if you are a filmmaker or someone else is a filmmaker and you understand that there are over 600 applications going into the fund that yeah. can finance up to 20 at the best mm -hmm. you really need to understand what's the criteria yeah. and whether your project is really fitting into that yeah so it's 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 a two-way yeah road, you know balanced, somehow yeah yeah, yeah. That, that is just the nature of of the beast that you yeah, work in. yeah yeah so yeah. that's that's how it is and european cinema and in to some extent international mm -hmm. cinema is uh based on uh, Uh, selective funding mm -hmm. uh, largely yeah. so it's not uh, unknown to filmmakers and to producers yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah which you have answered my question but i guess if you had any advice for somebody going into an application at hbf um but also in a wider way not in the sense of like how do you get it but how do you navigate uh an application what advices do you have in maybe in terms of timeline maybe in terms of Yeah, energy. That's, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of. Diff I mean, I I know what you're asking, yeah, but yeah. it's also individual in a way of yeah. as to where you're going. But I think there is some kind of a self-discipline that is needed mm -hmm. um, on different uh, stages. And the f if you are alone, I mean, as a filmmaker, and you are really alone with your idea mm -hmm. on a very very early stage, then you really need to understand who is the typology of a supporter yeah. that could you, know, you could go to. Mm -hmm. And that could be a seed funding, you know, it could be HBF to some extent, maybe a couple of other organizations, not many. Um, but then you have to be really clearly communicating about the idea and the concept yeah. you want to develop. If you are a little bit on a later stage and you already have a producer mm -hmm. and you already have your allies, your creative allies, I think it's a bolder moment when yeah. you really expect from your producer to be on top of all deadlines, really well-researched industry yeah. knowledge, yeah. what is the right momentum, what is not. Mm -hmm. And um, I think uh, uh, on top of that, what's always important is to slowly, without pressing yourself, getting into knowing the people. Yeah. And this should not be some kind of anxiety-driven action. Mm -hmm. I think we sometimes overdo that a mm. little bit in this industry that people yeah. think everyone needs to be everywhere. I'm not the one who <laughs> thinks that. Mm -hmm. I think you should need to understand where you need to go. 
uh, are you going to be completely overshadowed maybe in a mm. huge festival that is very market driven right. should you go to a smaller festival with an industry pillar that is less hectic and really have space mm -hmm. to interact with others to find your allies yeah. so I think yet again this is a bit of a self uh, self-awareness self -awareness yeah. and mm. not thinking that the world doesn't understand you <laughs> that happens with creatives mm -hmm. sometimes it's a matter of also being willing to be understood mm -hmm. in a way um so i think it's uh, and then on on a later stage if you if a project already is uh, backed in a sense of a package and if it could be a co-production mm -hmm. whatsoever yeah. then it becomes more and more industry driven activity yeah. how to finance it mm -hmm. and how to follow the the shooting and the making of the right. film at, at the core of it and this is my personal mm -hmm. view is that a filmmaker um, always needs to understand for whom is the story told also right. and where is your audience i right. think something we cannot allow is to say that yeah i'm just saying it i'm just gonna mm. make this film there should be some understanding even niche even mm -hmm. maybe something completely alternative but there should be the films made for the audiences they are able to right. attract yeah. and i think that's what a filmmaker wants the film to be mm -hmm. seen not the film to be put on shelf somehow right so that would be my big advice mm -hmm. if i may say mm -hmm. to start thinking your audience on a very early stage mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that you need to on that very early stage already run spreadsheets i'm not saying right, that but you right. need to understand to whom you cater with this story because if no one's interested in that then why are you making it right, but right. then it's like a, some kind of self-exercise yeah, yeah 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 it's a really cool balance between like personal and professional and i feel like that's art making in general is always whether yeah. it's film or something else always navigating that balance um I guess at the festival, what have you seen? Do you have any recommendations for people listening to this? Be like, make sure you see this. <laughs> oh, I wish I could have seen more, but that's the nature of when you work yeah, on the festival, <laughs> uh, of uh, not being able to, to do much of it. And maybe I'll just highlight uh, the film I saw yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was a Japanese-Cambodian thriller horror cool. i mean where else are you yeah. gonna see something like that Very, uh, yes yeah. oh cool okay um so it's more like also for for moviegoers like myself that sometimes just want to enter a film that you have completely no blank pre conditioning yeah. you know and mm -hmm. not because it's hbf funding or that funding i just I enter just and something. see something i was really um very impressed yesterday uh, and there are a couple of other titles that I need to catch up with, uh, hopefully today and tomorrow. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, when you are on the industry side, you cannot see all the titles, no. unfortunately. No, it's yeah. completely, it's, so, yeah. it's such an interesting thing. When I first started going to festivals, obviously I was young and I yeah. wasn't working in the industry as much. In the, and uh, I would see a lot of films. Yeah. And now I'm like, I haven't seen all the films I want to see. Yes, yes. It's, it's always a fun balance. But I agree, like walking into, and that's the magic of, of film festivals and the magic of film is to walk into a room without yeah. knowing what you're going to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I also very much enjoyed Georgika, the Estonian film, which was in uh, Cinema Regained mm -hmm. uh, um, program. And you see this film um, that was in IFFR and now uh, 
I must honestly say I don't remember how many years ago, but quite a while ago. Yeah. And then it comes in its uh, um, new living again. And Super you bomb. see it with Sulev, with the director and how relevant mm -hmm. it is. And Sulev and, was also yeah. uh, HBF. And then so, I also... Yeah just connecting the dot yeah. that you see that HBF was present uh, all those years ago yeah. and how openly he talks about it now. Yeah, that's... I mean, yeah. that's... Thank you for your transparency and your honesty and your excitement for this conversation, Tamara. I'm excited to see where the fund will go under your leadership. Links to the Hubert Balls Fund, its programs, and the deadlines are all linked in the episode notes, as well as a roundup of the works screened this year at the festival that were supported by the fund. Thank you to the IFFR and its press team for making this conversation possible. In the last episode, I'm talking with Julia De Simone, whose HBF-supported film Praia Formosa premiered this year at the festival. We'll talk about what the fund's support looked like and about the process of making her vital work. I'll see you there. Bye.